Welcome to Why Accreditation Matters. Today we are discussing how laboratories go about deciding to become accredited, the benefits that they have seen, and what their customers expect as a result of it. We'll also be trying to get some advice from these experts in terms of how best to go about accreditation. So today we have Mr. William Jordan from Angostura Limited. So William, could you please introduce yourself, your organization, and what you do there? No problem. Thank you, first of all, Colleen, for having me today. I am here today representing Angostura Limited. What we do there is manufacture world-famous bitters, the Angostura Aromatic Bitters, founded in 1824. Um, we also manufacture rums and various spirit beverages for exports worldwide. Okay, excellent. And your job there, your position? My position there currently is of Quality Assurance Manager, so I am responsible for the day-to-day -day operations of the laboratories that serve to support these production processes throughout the company. Okay, great. So tell us, why is it that Angostura Limited decided to become accredited, to have their Quality Assurance Laboratory accredited? That's a bit of a historical question since we actually got our accreditation way back in 2007, I believe. That was actually before I even joined the company. That was one year before. Um, given that we are a global exporter of these goods, it seemed beneficial at the time to the top management to create a sense of confidence in the competence of the in-house laboratory instead of having to say send samples overseas to other labs to get verification for these tests that we need to do. So in our business of selling alcohol, the most important thing for us in, in terms of trade and recognizing revenue is determining the percent alcohol because this is what our customers pay based on. And in order to have international regulatory bodies accept our in-house values as being valid and, and verified. The top management saw it, saw it fit that our in-house tests within the laboratory have that, that level of backing in terms of competency and management compliance to make sure that we have a result that they can accept without any contention or reduced contention. For long-term economic growth, a considerable shift is needed in our production forms to be more sustainable, less resource-intensive, more focused on climate mitigation and carbon removal. All this alongside biodiversity protection policies. Accreditation, alongside other quality infrastructure tools, including metrology, standardization, conformity assessment, and market surveillance, can support this shift. Third-party conformity assessment services, testing, inspection, certification, validation, and verification ensure compliance of products, services, and systems with the requirements specified or claimed. The umbrella of the ILA, mutual recognition arrangement, and IAF, multilateral recognition arrangement, where signatories recognize each other's accreditations as equivalent accreditation and accredited conformity assessment services provide an essential contribution to the implementation of policies and actions aiming to protect the planet. 
So in terms of, of having become accredited since 2007, so that gives us, what, 15 years? Yes. Of accreditation. So yes. what benefits have you all seen as an organization, as a laboratory? Well, one of the more recent major benefits that we had is that it was able to support the company in attaining other, accredit uh, other certifications. So being a food and beverage manufacturer, we had opted a few years ago to also embark on doing food safety certification, which further enhanced our marketability of products throughout the region. And that particular certification, it actually requires that your results, your quality assurance results are from a 17025 accredited laboratory. Excellent. So us having that already established, it was that much easier to get through with the food safety accreditation. Brilliant. Yes. That's an excellent idea. Great, great opportunity there. In terms of your customers, what have your customers seen as benefits? Well, we have some direct internal customers and also the, in, the indirect external customers. So, for instance, we have an environmental laboratory which uh, would do reporting to the EMA in terms of our wastewater management. Mm -hmm. So some of the tests that we do on the effluent streams are under our scope of activity. So in terms of making sure that we have that validation behind our environmental results to the EMA, that they could accept that without any queries, basically. That's one of the benefits that we have. So they don't have, we don't have to go out to another lab to verify that that is that we are in compliance with all of our water pollution permit regulations. And besides the saving the money aspect of the environmental testing, we also have, because the lab is accredited and recognized internationally, it also helps to bolster top management's confidence in the department and therefore we get increased investment back into the department because of we have demonstrated competence and performance within the department. So in that way, we are able to justify funding for things when we need to get, say, new equipment or advance the equipment to something more modern or things like that. In terms of trade, uh, any benefits that you'll have seen with getting your products outside there? Definitely, the customers and the regulatory bodies increasingly are increasingly asking for some level of accreditation. The food safety aspect of it is one. The validity of the results that we send to them are another. And they always have an increasing list of the requirements from time to time. It changes often because we export into so many different markets and keeping up is sometimes difficult but having the accreditation behind anything that we send to them, it's really helpful in dissuading any doubts that they may have in terms of registration of the products or general routine testing of shipments. Because to even get into the market, first of all, you have to provide a full detailed analysis of your products and let them know exactly what is in it, how much of it is in it, and that type of metrology behind it, having the verification and validation of the method we use behind it, it's, it's very useful in getting those processes expedited, so to say. Okay, 
Excellent. So finally, tell us, as a laboratory that has become accredited, if you were to advise a laboratory who is thinking of becoming accredited and they see this, this, this process as being a huge, huge project and that it'll be really difficult for them to, to achieve and to get it done in the time frame that they may have, there may be issues with revenue or funds, resources, don't have enough staff, they have to manage between real work and staff. What advice would you give them? The standard is, it's not heavily prescriptive, so you don't have to, it's not a full step-by-step, -step. you do A, then do B, then do B, C, and A to Z, and you follow it and you get through. It is really an iterative process, so the hardest thing to do, I think, is to start. But once you start, you would immediately see some benefits. And as you keep with it, the, the next hardest thing is really the consistent commitment to ensuring that you do what you say you're doing and update what you need to do to continue your own business as you go along. So it's kind of like climbing Mount Everest. When you start at the bottom, it seems almost insurmountable. But step by step, once you keep at it and you decide to make that one step every day, eventually you'll reach to a point where you feel accomplished. You might make it to the top. You might never make it to the top. But at the end of the day, you could still say, I reached, I reached 90% of where I wanted to go. But just keep at it. Um, the, the money, I think, yes, it's a real, it is a real limitation at this point, given especially where we are and the availability of um, things like laboratory-grade chemicals. Most of it we would have to import from other countries and stuff like that, etc. But the more people that we have locally or regionally that are participating in this type of standard the better for all members involved because then we could create wrong robin schemes within competent laboratories to compare results with each other and things like that so and the standard speaks to these kind of things where the peer review it doesn't have to be the most expensive option you could have peer reviews with with cheap options it's the options are there to do cheaper things not free things, but... <laughs> yes, we understand, we, we have, understand. We have options. Yeah. Okay, well, thank you very much, William, for joining us today and sharing with us some of your experiences. Most welcome. It's been my pleasure, Colleen. Thank you for having me once again. By confirming that CO2 levels comply with specified limits, emissions from industries are within an acceptable range that the traceability of organic food is clear, air, water, and soil pollution are tested, and that environmental management systems and biodiversity protection schemes are implemented. So today we have Ms. Syra Knox. She'll be discussing with us their experience with accreditation as a metrology laboratory. So Syra, welcome. 
Please mm -hmm. tell us, what organization are you representing and what do you do there? Okay, great. Hi, my name is Sarah Knox and I'm representing the Trinidad and Tobago Bureau of Standards. This is the Metrology Division, which is another pillar of the national quality infrastructure for assuring measurements that created are internationally accepted. So what I do, or what we do, I should say, is that um, we are sure that the measurements for Trinidad and Tobago are all following along the international chain and with and they are all internationally accepted. Okay, thank you very much, Syrah. Mm -hmm. So how long has metrology been accredited for? Oh, metrology dates back to 21 years of accreditation. Um, it was very important um, for us because we started off with one scope. We had to test the waters first, 21 years ago, and now we uh, have um, seven scopes which are accredited at this time. Oh, excellent. What are the scopes that are accredited? Well, we start off with mass. Then you put me on the spot here. That's so, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we have um, measuring equipment. We have volumetric apparatus. We have pipettes. We have um, liquid and glass thermometers. And we also have PRTs, which is platinum resistance thermometers. Okay, excellent. So with that scope of accreditation, mm -hmm. And, and the width that you'll have gone from one to seven. Mm -hmm. um, what benefits have you seen as an accredited laboratory? As an accredited laboratory, and I guess specifically for the metrology division, um, it's our responsibility for disseminating measurements to the, to the nation, right? So accreditation is very important for us. The benefits that we gathered was that we had harmonized. Before we had different processes happening, different labs that have different ways of doing their measurements, um, creating their measurements, and the way in which they um, oversee the capabilities and competencies of their staff. However, accreditation harmonized us into one um, process, which is internationally accepted. So I think that is the major benefit. Also being accredited allows us to have records which could justify different decisions being made. So purchases for equipment, um, maintaining competence of staff, all these things that um, I guess it would be difficult to justify. Having an accredited accredited service, you know, allows for us to justify the different things that we need. Um, calibrated equipment, validated methods, competent staff, purchases of standards. So it becomes easier to explain to the organizations why these things are needed. The ILAC and IAF mutual recognition arrangements aim to facilitate international trade, which is an essential component of a country's path to prosperity. Accredited conformity assessment services in this regard cover a multitude of services, including product life cycle assessments based on objective and internationally recognized criteria, inspection and certification of design and operation of environmentally benign technologies and services, and audit of health and safety management systems. So you must have a lot of stakeholders, various customers, etc. Mm -hmm. So how have they benefited from accreditation? Even if our customers are following a quality management system or not, they both receive the same benefit, which is an internationally accepted service, right? And a calibration service at that. Um, we find with our 
customers that have a quality management system, they require an international service, right? They say that, listen, are your calibrations um, internationally recognized because that's the only way we can do business with you? So we said, sure, yes, for the services that you require, these are what we can do. And um, it's accepted for they to also be certified, right? So. Um, the, our customers that are not following any quality management system also receive that same benefit. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now this journey for metrology was 21 years ago. Yeah. It started 21 years ago. Mm -hmm. There are many laboratories out there that have not started this journey mm -hmm. as yet. They may be thinking about it. Mm -hmm. They may have had ideas, may have started and stopped mm -hmm. for one reason or another. Yeah. What will you say could be good advice for them if they want to see this through to the end? First thing I would say, actually I have two pieces of advice. First thing I would say is that you need to understand why you're becoming accredited. You have customers that have to meet trade regulations, you have customers that have to meet certain health regulations, you have customers that need to meet environmental regulations, right? Or standards according to the whichever industry they're in. It's important to understand your customers, what are their needs, right? Also, um, so now that you know why, and you understand why you're becoming accredited, get a copy of the relevant standard, read the standard to its entirety, and understand where you might be weak in certain requirements, strong in certain requirements, and act on it. Get accredited now. Thank you, Syrah. Okay. For the great advice. <laughs> <laughs> Accreditation promotes socially inclusive and environmentally sustainable economic development by enhancing infrastructure, industry, and innovation. Conformity assessment services continually endorse new technologies and support economic and industrial growth, build trade capacities in industries, and ensure that all countries can benefit from international trade and technological progress. So today we have with us Mr. Perry Ajuda from Victoria Medical Laboratories Limited. Correct. And we're just going to have a little conversation with you, uh, Mr. Ajuda, about accreditation and why did your organization go that way. So tell me a little bit about what you do at Victoria Laboratories and then we can get into why your organization went. Right. We, um, we at Victoria Laboratories are a private medical laboratory. Uh, I think one of, the, one of the first one on the island, it's, it was established back in 1963. And uh, we, we do several testing. We have uh, departments such uh, biochemistry, hematology, uh, immunohematology, immunology, serology, molecular diagnostics. Apart from that, we do additional testing, which is uh, pathology services and occupational testing. So why did your organization decide to become accredited? Our aim was really to improve on the quality uh, of testing and, and improve patient care to, in Trinidad and Tobago. Okay. And how long have you all been accredited now? So we got, a, we got certified back in 2019. And two years before that is when we started the process. Oh, so it, it took it, Yeah, it has been before. ongoing, but yeah. uh, I, that was the target date. So. Okay. So what benefits can you say that your organization has seen now that we're three years in um, from having become accredited? 
Yeah, uh, I mean, becoming accredited is 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 a major thing to to, to take place. Um, it improves accountability of the staff and gives the uh, public confidence. And uh, that service can catch mistakes ahead ahead of time. Uh, it enhances the ability of staff competency and as well as procedures to carry out tasks safely. Okay, thank you very much. And in terms of your customers, what have your customers told you that they have seen in terms of improvements with your organization? Right. Customer, doctors and clients uh, can be sure to receive uh, accurate results in a timely manner uh, as we continue to offer world-class uh, testing to the public. Um, our organization has the responsibility and commitment to maintain our framework uh, by identifying and controlling non-conformities and having necessary corrective and preventative actions. Uh, it helps maintain expectations to our customers. Uh, this also is complemented by quality assurance, proficiency testing, um, resolution of complaints, just to name a few of the objectives of the quality system. The ever-growing demand for good healthcare systems is supported by the services of accredited medical laboratories and certified healthcare institutions. In addition, certification ensures trustworthy supply chain of medicine and medical devices. Population growth, longer life expectancy, increasing international trade and travel, as well as innovation in modern medicine are generating the need for accreditation and accredited services. And finally, for those laboratories who are interested or thinking about becoming accredited, what advice would you give them? This is very important because it's, 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 it appears at times to be very, um, a looming task. It's just huge and it feels as if you just can't accomplish it. So what advice would you give them? I think it's a great idea for all labs to get accredited. I mean, uh, to function as one standard or, or at the same level is, I, I think, where we need to go in Trinidad and Tobago. Uh, at one point, uh, it may be a difficult decision uh, because it may, may require a lot of time, a lot of dedication, but uh, having the quality system in place, it's, uh, it, it, it's all easy and it, it, you're, you're able to handle complex matter head on and take an upper hand and a proactive approach towards uh, towards towards these issues. Um, I think it's a major tool and a asset to your company or facility. And I think everybody in Trinidad should head in that direction. So thank you, Mr. Judah, for your time and wish you all the success with your organization. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Accredited services such as road inspection, lift certification, and soil and water testing are used by many countries in their pursuit of effective development of cities and metropolitan areas that are considered as powerhouses of economic growth. Accredited conformity assessment services support the increasing of living standards, the reduction of global carbon emissions, and improving inadequate and overburdened infrastructure caused by rapid urbanization. Welcome back. So today we have Ms. Sharice Weston from Kariri. Sharice, welcome. And we'd like to ask you to introduce yourself, your organization, what you do there, and what your organization does. Okay, so um, I am from Kariri, Caribbean Industrial Research Institute. And what we do is a lot of industrial testing, food testing. Um, we are a state-run 
enterprise. So we focus a lot on the testing for the industries, oil and gas. Um, we also test for environment. We also do environmental testing for regulations for EME and that sort of thing. Excellent. And what do you do there? Right. So I am the one of the quality officers there. So we are in charge of making sure that the organization maintains their quality system okay. to the best of their ability. <laughs> Excellent. I'm sure you'll do a good job. We try. So how long has Kariri been accredited now? Um, Kariri has actually been accredited since 1997, so it's about 25 years now. Um, initially, we would have started off with UCAS as our, our accreditation body. We would have moved over in 2009 to um, our current accreditation body, who is IAS. Um, and in a sh we would have started off with having two of our labs accredited, our testing labs. And then once we got the hang of it, we decided that we would move over to have our calibration lab accredited. Um, now all of our labs are accredited, the organization is accredited, and we do have a plethora of accredited tests that we offer and calibrations as well. Excellent. So therefore, you must have seen lots of benefits to go all the way <laughs> into this process 25 years later. So please tell us, what benefits would you see, um, a, a few examples of it that your organization has presented or obtained? Okay, so one of the benefits um, that I think everybody will, would like to hear about is the benefit of increased revenue. Um, what happens is that being accredited and being able to give your customers that guarantee of service and quality testing allows you to win more proposals, allows you to get, gain more customers. Um, another one of our benefits is that we were able to um, sort of bring all of our processes together. Um, so I guess harmonize is the word that I would look for um, so that everything is acting um, in sync. We now make sure that not only the labs have to follow certain rigorous standards, um, but all of the, the departments which support the labs, they also have requirements and criteria that they need to meet because everybody is important and everybody contributes to the end goal of satisfying the customer, right? Um, another benefit that we would have achieved is being able to continuously improve our services that we offer and improve the organization as a whole because part of the accreditation forces you to look at where you might have gone wrong, look at the um, negative feedback that the customers might have given you and take those and work towards improving. So those are some of the main benefits that we would have had over the years. Okay, excellent. And in terms of your customers, your stakeholders, mm -hmm. uh, you must have quite a few. And from where they sit, what do they see as the benefits that they have obtained as a result of Kariri's accreditation? Um, I'll start with the customers first. For them, they do have that guarantee that because we are being assessed by a third party, there is transparency in our operations as well as the validity of the results that we give to them. So they don't have to, when they do take their results to whether it is the regulators or they're using it for purposes of trade and purposes of getting into the international market, they do know that what comes out of Kariri is um, valid results based on the competency and the capability of our staff. Excellent. Right. Um, some of our other stakeholders, like I would say our 
um, service providers, they also have been forced to update their services, make sure that they meet our standards because we, as part of the accreditation, we can't just um, take services and, and, and hire anybody. They have to now meet our standards. So that has forced them to, if they want to stay in business, to of course make sure that their standards meet our needs. Excellent. So in terms of a laboratory that is starting off the process of becoming accredited, or they may have started and stopped for one reason or another, what advice would you give them? Um, right now, the environment that we, we live in is forcing us to become, well, forcing labs to become accredited. Um, the regulators are requiring the tests be accredited. The, if, we, um, if you're doing trade, it's requiring that you get your testing done by an accredited lab. So really and truly, you don't have, um, you're, you're doing your organization a lot of harm if you don't get accredited. Yes, some people say it might be pricey. Um, yes, it opens up your organization to a lot of scrutiny. However, only good can come of it. So I would really tell people to just get on board and get it done. Okay, so thank you, Cherise, for coming and spending these few minutes with us and giving us some very important advice. Thank for you for having accredited. me. Okay. So thank you, everyone, for spending these few minutes with us. I hope you've been able to get some very valuable information in terms of why accreditation is important, why you should pursue it, why as stakeholders you should ask about accreditation from your your suppliers because that is the only way that we can move this forward. Quality infrastructure is really important for the growth of the region, the economies, and therefore we need to do what is necessary to move this forward. Thank you. Climate change mitigation and adaptation depend on the transformation of economic activities to become climate friendly or carbon neutral. Using accredited tests, measurements, certification, and verification and validation services strengthens the global response to the threat of climate change by playing a central role in energy efficiency programs. Energy generation from renewable sources and public policies such as carbon pricing, financing for low carbon development projects, and by incentivizing the promotion of low carbon solutions and carbon emission reduction schemes like Ikeo Corsia. Mm -hmm.